Hello, everyone. Welcome along. It's a new week on Betting Weekly WTA show. I am Nigel Seeley. I'm delighted to say joining me is our rather unlucky uh, senior WTA handicapper. It's Rory Giovanni. Rory, it's been a bit of a frustrating couple of weeks for you. Two of your picks to make the final uh, both bow out at the semi-final stage. Had a Meyer yesterday in Abu Dhabi and Yafan Wang and a monster 25 to 1. The previous Saturday afternoon. It's been a real bit of a frustrating start to the season. But other than that, you're all good, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had Ajmaya yesterday. So she, you know, she went through the draw just as I thought she would. Then she beat Onshabur in the quarterfinals up against Daria Kazakina, who she hasn't dropped a set to in two previous matches. And the fact is, she just didn't serve well enough. In fact, she didn't serve all that well all week, um, as well as she can. And Abu Dhabi was playing pretty quick. Well, I say that it was playing pretty quick, but there you could have long rallies unless you're a real power hitter. You know, there were quite, you know, a few long rallies. And Hadaj Maya Kazakina yesterday was turned into a real epic because neither had the power to out hit the other. I have to say, Kazakina's hitting the ball better than, than I've seen from her for some time. But you know, she faces Yelena Rybakina in the final and we know she can't really deal with real power. So I suspect we're back and all win that comfortably, but yeah, close. It's close, but no cigar, unfortunately. Mm. Um, as for Cluj, yeah, I, I got that all wrong with Tolson, who I think is, you know, we've talked about how much we like her, but I think she's going to be one to avoid because, you know, she, she should have won this tournament. She, she was the best player on paper, really. Um, she certainly should have won her side of the draw, she she came up against Jacqueline Christian, who she beat the previous week in Linz, 6-2-6 love, and lost to her. I mean, she had, had a bit of a hit problem, but um, it just seemed like in the second set, she pretty much gave up. And, and that's not a good thing to see. I mean, she was annoyed. She was annoyed at a couple of line calls, which was a bit of a theme throughout the week. Cluj was voted best 250 tournament last year. I'm not sure it's going to win that award this year. Um, for one, it didn't have a video review, which is quite rare now. And um, there are a couple of dodgy line calls. Towson got, was on the wrong end of one. Um, there was also uh, Alicia Parks um, had a bit of a shocker, a couple of shocking line calls go against her, although she played really poorly. Um, so, yeah, not a great tournament. The Romanians did well. I thought Anna Bogdan was a big prize, but I didn't fancy her because she was in the same half of Tolson and she's made the final. So, it feels like, hopefully, you know, we're not that far away. And, and yeah, two semi-finalists, just be nice if we can get a couple into the final and maybe win the tournament. And, but also includes Karolina Pliskova. She's got through to the final. I didn't fancy her at all. And she really struggled in her opener against world number 188, Sinja Kraus from Austria. She just got through two very close sets and she's had it pretty easy since. Her serve still works. Um, I mean, I don't think she's going to be challenging top players these days, but at this level, I mean, we mentioned Blue wasn't a great tournament. It's, it's a pretty average, you know, average tournament, average field, even for a 250. Um, she's, still, she's still a factor. She's still dangerous at that level, but she'll be in, in Doha. Um, Trying to think other observations from Abu Dhabi, which we can take into Doha, which is obviously the first 1,000 of the season. I mentioned Hadaj Maya beating on Jabir. Jabir looked amazing against Amir Abikana. I mean, when she's playing like that, she's hard to beat. 
Um, and Raducanu had looked really good against Marie Belskova. But I think with Chabert, if things aren't going her way, she's in trouble. And I think she's a player to oppose um, at present. Um, other interesting one, rebecca has got through to the final, but she hasn't had things easy at all. Um, she was a she was a breakdown to Danielle Collins in the decider. And Collins looked very, very good. We all know it's her, her last season now. Uh, but Rebecca fought back to win that match. She went down an early break in the second set to Christina Buxer in the next round. And then she dropped a set to Lyudmila Samsonovan. In their previous four meetings, Rebecca had lost all four. Um, and when Samsonova won the second, you thought, here we go again. But but she came back to win. Um, as I say, she shouldn't have too many problems with Kazakina today. But, you know, signs that you know, all isn't quite well. She still her serves still a great weapon, but she's had a, a tougher week than perhaps uh, some might have expected. If you are new to the show, I just explained to you, Rory has given a couple of picks on the tournaments each week, and he goes each way. Now, Bit Rivers offer each way, which means you get half the odds of the winner, part of the odds if you make the final. So that's why we're so unfortunate. We're losing in the semifinals. I know we're probably two away from the win, but we would have got 12 and a half to one about Wang to make the final, which you made the final. We've got seven to one if Had Admired made the final. So if you look at so the Bet Rivers website, they are one of the only bookmakers across America to offer each way betting. And we really like that market the each way side of it in tennis betting give you that sort of winner when you take the big prices that we have if they make the final. So we're one match short. Yesterday, we were point short. Now, Rory, I was following that match on your Twitter feed. From <laughs> I, was at a, I was at a soccer match. I was watching Queen's Park Rangers play in Norwich. And oh, poor looking you. at your tweets, I thought we, we'd won. Oh, I, 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 I tweeted oh, that we won. I got carried away. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I was so close. I mean, it was a real nail-biter. It really could have gone either way. Uh, she got. I, I think I went. I said Vamos when she got a break up in the. Uh, I thought we'd won decider. it. Then I thought that yeah. was it. We've done it. Oh, uh, no, sadly not. It was just as I say, Kazakina was hitting the ball really well, but had Ajmaya, she was serving. She was more comfortable on serve at the end of the decider. So inevitably, she played a shocker of a tiebreaker and lost. Uh, it's just just the way things are going at the moment. But uh, hopefully, hopefully, our luck changes pretty soon. Well, if you work out the maths of it, had Meyer was seven to one to make the final in that in that semi final. What was she going into the semi final about? Plus one twenty, maybe plus one twenty five. Oh, she was favourite in that. Was she favourite? So I thought yeah. she So we had we had a seven. We had a favourite, a minus money shot. Who we got seven to one. So you can you can you're not going to go wrong long term by taking those kind of values. At the moment, we're just not getting the rub of the green, but I'm sure that will go in our favour. Now we're recording this on Sunday morning because of a couple of reasons. Why well, obviously it's a big big sporting day across America with the Super Bowl uh, over in Las Vegas, where the 49ers take the Chiefs, take on the Chiefs. So we're going to give you some tennis stuff uh, for you. And also the tournament over here starts on Sunday as well. But we've been a little bit helped by the weather. The weather over in Qatar, there's a bit of rain around. And it's not as hot as you would expect at this time of year. Um, I've actually been to this tennis venue, and it's across the street from where my friend lives. And I've, uh, I've been over to it quite a few times. And what you do get this time, you get a lot of wind uh, over in Qatar. What's the... Um, what are the conditions with this like this week? I know it's a bit of rain forecast for today, but it's not as hot by sort of the Qatari or, or, or the sort of Middle East conditions that you would expect at this time of year. Yeah, similar to, to Abu Dhabi last week, actually. Um, it's um, forecast, sort of, it's not, yeah, say not particularly hot, mid 20s Celsius, so that's mid high 70s Fahrenheit. Rain due today and tomorrow. A bit of wind middle of the week. 
didn't seem to put too many people off in Abu Dhabi because I did say that I was a bit worried about the wind, particularly for um, Rybakina, who doesn't really like playing in the wind. But she actually she escaped the most worst of it because she didn't play her first match until the Thursday, I think. So she managed to avoid the really windy conditions. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be as windy as Abu Dhabi. Um, in terms of the all-important court speed, last year was the fast side of medium. It should play a little slower than Abu Dhabi. It's only slightly slower than Wimbledon. Um, that said, you know, as I said about Abu Dhabi, it's, you know, you can still get long rallies between the players who aren't really big hitters. And, you know, so Hadaj Maya Kazakina, plenty of long rallies yesterday. Rebecca de Samsonova, not so much. So the big servers will do well, but the baseliners have still got every chance, and the good athletes especially. They'll chase most things down. Uh, and obviously, Iga Sviontek, she's a two-time defending champion. She seems to love it, although the statistics suggest it's probably quicker than ideal for her. So I think, you know, it's there aren't going to be too many excuses this week. It's, it's a good tournament for the first 1,000 of the season. Um, all the big names are there, apart from... Um, Arena Sabalenka, who uh, is taking some more time off, and Jessica Pegula, um, who uh, has a shoulder injury. Uh, she's actually just split with her coach, surprisingly, mm -hmm. David Witt. Um, she's a bit of a surprise, but she's out for a few weeks with a shoulder injury. Yeah, it's uh, got all the best players in the world. It's an ATS, WTA 1000 event. So this is the, the biggest tournament that you can get outside of a major. So the four majors, obviously, Wimbledon, the US Open, French Open, Australian Open. This is the biggest you're going to get. Uh, obviously, as Rory said, there's no Sabalenka, which gives Shrontek a bit of a chance. It also opens it up in the bottom half of the draw and gives number one, uh, the American number one, Coco Goff, an opportunity to go head-to-head -head with Shrontek because uh, Sabalenka isn't around this week, the Australian Open, choosing to have some time, which is quite surprising, the second consecutive year that she's uh, missed this tournament here. Uh, Rory's just touched on it here. Igor Schwantek has won it the last couple of years. She's won, uh, prior to that, Kvitova had won it in 2021. Sabalenka had won it in 2020. Mertens in 2019. Kvitova in 2018. And Pliskova in 2017. So if you look at those sort of previous winners, You've got a mixture of everything there, and you've got the, the clay court in, in Toronto, which suggests in the last couple of years has been a little bit slower, and then it's been really dominated by the power hitters of the of the women's game. So the additions, court speed, have sort of not really as important in other ones here. It, it, it's usually gone to the best players. Now let's have a look at the bracket. Now the bracket is uh, eight, 16 seeds, and the top eight seeds already seeded through to the second round. So they have a bye, so they don't have to play. So if it goes to seedings, which Women's tennis never goes to seedings, but if it does go to seedings, <laughs> we have uh, Igor Schwantep up against uh, Alexandra for the number one seed against the 14th seed. Hadad Meyer has to up against Ostapenko is in form. Onjabur against Garcia. Trujikova against Sakari. So that makes up the top half of the bracket. In the bottom half, we have Ken Winjeng, Samsonova, Navarro, Rybakina, Vondrusova, Kazakina, and Kudometova, Goff. Now that is the top half and the bottom half. I wouldn't really say there was a much of a huge advantage in, in the in the top to bottom. Probably more favourable in the top half, but there is that eager schwantz there, and there's some very dangerous floaters in that top half of the draw. Some uh, qualifiers have come through, in particular Andriva, who plays a mouthwatering first round match against Schneider. Um, it's very very interesting to see how they get on because Schneider obviously won the tournament. Um, was it two weeks ago in Thailand? Did she win in Thailand? Was it Thailand? Uh, she did. Yeah, her first yeah. WTA win. Just but. but... Try we we 
try to avoid getting confused. This is Erica Andreeva. So this is oh, the sorry, older sorry. sister. I, I, I this is the was... older sister of oh, Mira, who, who's actually had a really good start to the season. She's not she's not as good as her as Mira, who who isn't here. I'm not quite sure why Mira Andreeva isn't here. But I thought Erica she'd Andreeva. be there. I just saw the name straight away. Yeah. And presumed it would be her. And I didn't think her sister would be would come through. I thought she would definitely be wanting to go in this tournament. But but yeah. so nice that this. But there but there are. If you look in the draw, you got other. You got Naomi Osaka who plays first round against Garcia. It's it's again as they did in Australian Open. Osaka yeah. must be sick of her draw so far because she got Danielle Collins last week and close first sets. Bagel did in the second. Collins was playing very well, but. You know, she was serving very well, but Osaka didn't play that great, has to be said. But now she's got Garcia again, um, who went out early last week to Serana Castilla. Um, but again, if 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 Garcia's serve is working really well, Osaka's got a problem. Um, but she's been given some really tough draws on her return as Osaka. Haven't been at all impressive with those, Osaka. I mean, she, you know, it's, I know you say the draw hasn't been kind to her, but I think she'd be a fade for me. But saying that. Garcia's always a fave for me, so I don't really know what's going. <laughs> so let, on the draw, Rory, if we if we take in a draw, let's have a look at some of the odds um, from Bet Rivers. But before we give you the odds, is the, do you think there's an advantage between the top half and the bottom half? Is there any sort of is there a bracket, the third quarter, the, you know, any bracket? Do you think well, that's a little bit favourable to a particular player? I think the second quarter is the one to kind of target. Certainly for getting to the quarterfinals, because you're two big seeds. So as you said, the top eight seeds are in the second round ready. But in in the second quarter, you've got Angebur and Maria Sakkari, who, who are both in fairly ordinary form. So if there was if there was one quarter where you think someone could go deep, I mean Barbara Krajikova's in that quarter as well. And I think she's quite interesting. Just seems to be getting her game back. Uh, that's also the quarter with Garcia and Osaka. Um, Zachary faces the winner of Bernardo Pero or Linda Noshkova. Uh, and of course, Noshkova knocks Sviontek out in the Australian Open. She could go well here because she does have a good serve. I'm, I'm saying Zachary's out of form. It's still very early days in the season, of course. I, and Zachary was thrashed by Castillo. She Adam looks Daddy terribly out of form, Zachary. I'm she not. does. She does. But she's reached the semi-finals here for the last two years. So maybe she could get it back together here. It's I'm not amazed, something I'm going to I'm amazed on. that she can hold her ranking because every time... I... Well, it's based on that that 1,000 in Guadalajara where no one turned up last year and she won it. Yeah. So that's why she's she's got this inflated ranking. But uh, she's done nothing since. It's... Um, yeah, it's. Um, I think she's going to struggle. I mean, if she doesn't repeat that win in Guadalajara, uh, which I think has been changed now, I think that might be a tournament in China. Um, but if she doesn't repeat that success, her ranking points will go through the floor. So, you know, that's the pressure. You win a big tournament, it's great, but you've got to maintain that to keep your ranking. Um, and she's she does seem to be struggling at the moment. Third quarter doesn't look looks quite. You know, you've got Chin Wen Zheng, who's, who's a player I'll be looking to oppose most of the season. She reached the final Australian Open, but the facts are she didn't play a top fifty player until she got to the final. So the draw went so well for her; everything went her way, and obviously she got smashed by Sabalenka in the final. No disgrace in that, but I still think Zheng, who's well, she ranked number seven. I still think she's a long way behind the big four. But um, 
yeah, they, they are interesting draws. The top one looks tough. I mean, Sviontek is obviously the favourite, but Ostapenko just in such good form at the moment. She played really well in Linz, um, especially considering she'd been in the Australian Open doubles final not long off the flight, got to Austria, barely had any practice time, managed to beat Clara Tolson, obviously let the form down a bit last week. But Ostapenko, she beat everyone easily the rest of the week. Good players as well, like Anastasia Pavlichenkova, and she beat Ekaterina Alexandrova in the final. Um, her final set against Tulsa was a great watch, actually. It was really entertaining. It wasn't Two if you were on Tulsa at 20 to 1 to win the tournament. It was oh, a terrible Yeah, watch. well, I was in the Awful. same boat, yeah. <laughs> but and and I better at plus 130 to win the match as well. I mean, she had, I think, oh, I think she, she missed match points. And it was all, oh, she had match points, yeah. Um, Ostapenko in that final set, there were times she was just unplayable. You know, she's just striking the ball beautifully. And her serve's been very good as well. I think that's been very impressive, especially in the final uh, against Alexandrova. You know, her first serve has become, I don't know if she's been working on it in the off-season, but it's become a real weapon. It's really hard to deal with. It's fast, it's accurate. It seems to skid a bit as well. It's, it's, it's a very big weapon. And I just think she's quite possibly the full player in women's tennis at the moment. And I think she could go a long way here. And I, I, I think I remember last season saying to you, I'm not backing Ostapenko again because she's, uh, we know she's temperamental. There are, there are several disclaimers attached. And I, I'm not going to say she's a, a reformed character. I mean, she's still a bit temperamental. She's horrible at challenging line calls. I mean, she thinks everything's in. So she loses her reviews in no time. She's like Shane Watson in the cricket. Um, but, you know, she does seem better able to deal with setbacks. You know, before, you know, a bit of a noise from the crowd, that would put her off, a bad line call. She'd be in a funk for two or three games. Recently, she does look as though she's able to just move on and play the next point. And we know she's always been a great hitter, but just seems to be coming together again. The other thing I like about Ostapenko is that she didn't play last week after her winning. Yes. She, she, she pulled out last week in Abu Dhabi. She travelled and she said she, she wasn't ready to play, which I think is a different sign of Ostapenko because we all know her conditioning. And we all know sometimes she has a problem with the, with the way she turns up at these tournaments. And if she wasn't right, I, I quite like that about her. But so that she she was on my uh, my radar for um, players to to be with this week. But there's a, I, I think there's an obvious play in the tournament. But we're going to come on to the odds now. Iga Shrontek is the bookie's favourite with Bet River. She's plus two forty to win a third consecutive Qatar Open. Second favourite is the American number one Corey Goff at four dollars. We're back in a four fifty. Interesting this one. We're not quite sure of the. The conditions, as we say, you know, it's a sort of a mixture of it. it sometimes can play a little bit fast or sometimes with slow. We're not quite sure yet whether this is going to suit her. But obviously she's not. She hasn't even played the final yet in Abu Dhabi. I know it's not far and she has a rest day, but I think that is a hindrance. Plus 450. Uh, Zheng is 16-1. Samsonova is 16-1. to Kujikova, 18-1. to Ostapenko at 20. Uh, very attractive price there, 20-1. to Onjabur, not convinced by Onjabur. I know she's going to get a lot of support over there in the Middle East, but at 20-1. to no way. Uh, Von Drusen for the Wimbledon champion, 25, who hasn't done really anything since shocking the, the tennis world by winning the Wimbledon championship. 25 to 1. Had Admire at 28 to 1. Zachary, we've already touched on her, 28 to 1. Azarenka, another one with a good record here. Azarenka, every tournament we preview, she's got a good record on it. Uh, 30 to 1. Noshkaber, 33. Azarka on the comeback trail, 31. Kazakina, again, must be exhausted from the from the exertions against Had Admire. And then a final. 
40 to 1, and Garcia at 40 to 1 as well. So they are the leading contenders to lift the title. Um, we touched on a few of the sort of players that we, we like or we dislike. Where is the Giovanni money going to go this week? Well, I think just <laughs> Down the, the top well. half. Right. Well, the top half, I, I'm, I think Ostapenko is the one to go through go for in the top half she is due to meet Sviontek in the quarterfinals but the way she's been playing I'd give her a good chance there um, I mean if we look at Sviontek's path Serana Castillo or Sloane Stevens in round two possibly Ekaterina Xandrova or Diana Schneider in the last 16 and then Ostapenko or Beatrice Hadjmaier in the quarterfinals um, if you've, you've also got Azarenka in there you know, you know, yeah. who's capable of doing anything on the day? I do, I, you know, that is that. I do, I do believe the winner of that little, that little mini section, the first quarter between um, Swantek or Ostapenko or Shontek Ostapenko or Hadid Myrev, they'll beat, they'll beat Jabir, Zachary Garcia, whether comes through as their, their, their semi final yeah. opponent. I'd say it's more likely. I mean, in that second quarter, I think Krajikova could be the one to get through it, but you'd have to fancy the player from the top quarter, uh, Sviontek or Ostapenko. Although part of me in my in my mind, I'm already thinking if Ostapenko beats Sviontek, I might hedge a bit in the semis because we know what Ostapenko can be like. Um, in the bottom half, uh, Rybakina is in the third quarter. Her path, Lin Zhu or Vivara Gracheva in round two. She had no problems there. Uh, Emma Navarro or Lise Mertens in round three. We mentioned, as you mentioned, Mertens, the previous winner. Actually, funny enough, when you were going through that list, because um, I've got that list as well. I went back and one year further. Carlos Suarez Navarro won this tournament, not you know, a few years back. So she's not, nothing like a power hitter. Um, and so, as you say, it does suit all kinds of player. Um, but uh, back to Rebecca's path quarterfinals: Chin Wen Zheng or Ludmila Samsonova. Obviously, they just played yesterday, and then probably Coco Goff in the semis. The bottom quarter. I think it looks really good for Coco Goff, to be honest. Uh, Donna Vekic or Katerina Siniakova in round two. Collins, Danielle Collins could be tricky in round three. Uh, it's either her or Sofia Kenin or Marie Balskova. Uh, in the quarterfinals, you mentioned Vondrasova out of form, uh, having injury issues as well. Um, I think the winner of the match between Kazakina and Pavlyuchenkova, which is a really nice match in round one, I think the winner of that is likely... Uh, to get through to the quarters, quarters, but I think Goff would beat either of them fairly comfortably. And then probably Rybakina in the semis. Um, I don't know, you were saying about there's an obvious play. Well, I think Goff is, the, I think Goff is an obvious play. I, I agree, play. totally. I think, I think, I think Goff each way. I think Goff, I, agree. I think if you look at a professional, like how a, a professional gambler would approach his draw, I look at Goff and think two to one to make the final. I, I think Rybakina, I think it's very hard to win back-to-back -to -back tournaments on the on the tour. Totally um, I know agree. it's not far. I know there's hardly any travelling in. What it's a, it's a 45 minute flight from Abu Dhabi to Qatar. It's not far, but I do think the exertions of getting to a final isn't ideal prep. Um, and I think Goff come here rested uh, on, a, on, a, on what she was an, an amazing run. I think she improved on her game uh, at the Australian Open. I know she, she was beaten by Sabalenka, but she went toe to toe with Sabalenka, and 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 I think that she's a player that is going to improve. And I, I think that at the price. And I, I like Ostapenko at 20 to 1 in the top half, but I think the professional play will be Goff. And the reason why I like Ostapenko, Rory, I don't know if you did you look at the head to head 
between Iga Schwantik and Ostapenko. Yeah, she's got a good record head to 4-0. Yeah, she's yeah. never lost to Schwantik. 4-0. Yeah. She beat her in the US Open in 2023. She beat her in this part of the world in Dubai in 2022 and Indian Wells, all three outdoor hards. And um, I, I think she's... The fact that she rested up last week may be a, a telling point there. So I'm in agreement with you, mate. We were yeah, we've got you. exactly the same players. Um, I think... I mean, it's funny because I was having a little chat with someone about head-to-heads because uh, like this week in Cluj, you had Sara Irani thrashing Tatiana Maria. I think it was 6 love 6 one And, you know, Irani's got one of the worst serves in the game. But she didn't concede a point on serve in the first set. It was incredible. And you look at the head-to-head, Irani always beats Maria. It's just one of those matchups where Maria obviously just hates playing Irani. And I thought it might be similar yesterday because Rybakina had an 0-4 record against Sam Solover, but she got through. So, you know, head-to-heads, they aren't don't always tell the story, I don't think. I think court speed's more important. You know, someone might, you know, someone might be a really big power hitter and have a really good head-to-head, but they might not have played that player on play, for instance, you know, which is a lot slower. So I I, I don't often take too much heed of head-to-heads. I but do though. A four know? and O record. A four and O record is something you can't ignore. Well, um, I, I I actually take when I look at the tennis bet, and I actually think head to head is really important. And I've had this conversation with Sean Cavill on the ATP show as well. But I think it's all about the relevance of it. You know, if it happened last year, if it happened this year. You know, oh yes, yeah, some yeah. of these matches. If we go back to two thousand and fifteen. That, that's totally irrelevant. But the yes. fact that it, Ostapenko is beating Iga Swiatek when she's was the best women's tennis player in the world in 2022, 23, 2021. And Ostapenko was going through a slump. And now in 2024, Ostapenko is probably playing her best tennis since she won the French Open. I think that's very, very important. And I also think it's important that there's certain players that I think Ostapenko, knowing the way she plays, hitting the winners like she does, knowing that she's beat Schwantek four times out of four, she will be more aggressive and try to overpower her. And she's a confidence player. And like Irani, for example, who I gave was the, one of the bets of the day on the um, the, the WTA betting angles, which Bet Rivers do on a daily basis. It was because Irani's so awkward, and I think mm. obviously she can't she can't get her head around playing as you know, like her serves. She's wily. She she makes shots you don't expect her to make. Um, and I think certain players get into people's heads, and I believe Shrontek, uh, Ostapenko gets into Shrontek's head. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's hope so, hope I so on this occasion. Well, it's plus two forty or plus twenty to one. I think that's a very, very different. And when it gets, if if it gets to that, and they meet in the quarterfinal, uh, I think the odds will be a little bit closer than what those outright markets suggest. So twenty to one, Ostapenko and two forty English one tick. I think that's a quite a very different price. Um, we are looking at. So we are in agreement. We're going to go for the two picks: Ostapenko in the top half and uh, Goff in the bottom half each way. The professional play that is. Yeah, both of them each way. Um... I think also to note about Sviontek, obviously great record here. She didn't. She lost just three. I think five games last year on her way to the title mm. in three matches. So, and and the year before she won everything in straight sets apart from her opening match against, uh, or maybe second round match against Victoria Golovic. Um, that's the only time she's dropped a set in two years. So she does really like this venue. Ostapenko will have to play well to beat her if, if they both get to the quarterfinals, of course. Um, but Shiontek wasn't brilliant in Melbourne. Um, well, I think everyone must take a open. massive, they must take a, I think she's a sort of aura around has been a little bit sort of cast, 
question marks over with the fact that she gets beat by Noskara. And also the fact I think it lifts everyone else, thinking if oh if Noskara can beat Sharonte, we've got chances here. Yeah, and Collins gave her a real, real fight as yeah. well in Melbourne. So she's not looking bombproof at the moment. Um, anything but she is returning to a venue she really likes. But as I say, as we've both said, Ostapenko looks in fantastic form at the moment. The other one I, I think is interesting in the draw is Krajika. I'm, I'm a bit annoyed she's in the top half. I was rather hoping she'd be in the bottom half because I think she could have a decent run. But um, I, I think Ostapenko and Goff each way is, is the way to go. Yep. And you can cover the follow the action all across the week on the Bet Rivers website. You can bet live and watch live on all these matches. Uh, it's going to be a great women's uh, week of tennis. Uh, the, obviously, the, the Super Bowl, obviously, this evening. So the American football's going to uh, quieten down for a few months now. So head across to the tennis. Perfect opportunity. Some good, good, good stuff coming across on the men's. And make sure you follow us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at Because We Win. There's going to be lots of special offers, lots of prizes on the Instagram page. Uh, download the podcast, Betting Weekly WTA. And also subscribe to Betting Weekly Studios on YouTube. Lots of nice numbers on there growing all the time. Lots of new subscribers. Welcome along if you're new. And uh, hopefully you'll stay with us uh, throughout the remainder of the year. Uh, well, I'm sure that the luck will change. And I'm sure that Rory Giovanni won't have to wait too long to be in the winner's enclosure. And I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be on, involved on these two this week. And that means we are going to have a good run for our money. And we are going to collect. <laughs> the final is going to be Ostapenko and Goff Rory. So don't you worry about that. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> have a good week, my friend. And we're back next week with another big tournament. It's Dubai, isn't it, next week? It is, yeah, another back-to-back 1,000s. -back so. And Sabalenka will be back for this. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, be very interesting. So, yeah, who's going to come back as the Qatar champion? Let's hope it's one of our girls. Uh, good luck with your bets. Good luck on the Super Bowl this evening, whatever you do. And uh, we'll catch you again next week on Betting Weekly WTA.